0: Hey, Queens, hey, thank you so much for joining the Queen Talk Podcast. This is your host, Shamaya Monique, and I am so excited for season two. We are back with our first episode of season two, and we are starting a new series, The Purpose series, y'all. And I'm telling you, it is not what you think. We are going deep. We are going in, we are figuring out our purpose, walking in our purpose, creating legacies, building purposes after traumatic experiences, y'all. It's about to go down. So I'm so excited, so excited to have my first beautiful guest, Miss Brené Antoinette. Say hello to everyone. Hi. (laughs) Hi, everybody. She is so sweet, you guys, and so gorgeous. Like, this girl, I'm telling you, like, we instantly clicked. We didn't have enough time when we first met each other to really, like you know get to know each other and things like that but she is just so amazing and i'm gonna let her introduce herself who she is and what she does (laughs) um well thank you first
1: of all because i feel like you are such an inspiration to all of us are watching your journey again not even you know being right there by Mm. your side in the physical but just you know Mm. kind of being emotionally and spiritually in the trenches with you so we're we we are (laughs) all god is good rooting for you and believing with and for you so i'm just honored to be on the show today so thank
0: you for that same same (laughs) no problem Um,
1: Yeah, so I'm Brene Antoinette, and I do a bunch of different things, but I guess the most um, prominent thing that I do is Mm -hmm. um, I'm a motivational speaker, and um, I'm an author, I just published my first book last year, (laughs) and um, I do all kinds of stuff, so I I literally took... my journey and kind of turned it into a way to share my story, but also basically created a business from it. So, yes, God is good.
0: Yes, so Brene has an amazing, amazing story, ladies. Um, and I was telling her, it, I think she doesn't mind me sharing this, right? Not uh, at all, share okay. away. So, <laughs> So literally, you know, I've been in prayer about this new season and I'm like, okay, Lord, I have to go deeper with these topics and, you know, what we're talking about. And I just really want beautiful women, you know, who have a story, like got a legit testimony. And um, it was so crazy. I get a message from Renee it might like hit the dm's y'all like it was like look i got a story to tell i need you to tell you know <laughs> put me on this yes and I, what I loved about that was that it was like first off my prayer was answered but then i think just as women we don't reach out you know what i'm saying like if we mm-hmm. see someone who has a platform You know, we don't go and say, hey, I would love to collaborate with you. And then, you know, on the flip side of that, you know, we have a very hard time even opening ourselves up, you know, Mm -hmm. as women who have platforms and saying, you know, just making ourselves approachable. But I really love that about her because that showed me that she's intentional about sharing her story. And I think that's number one in your purpose is being intentional about mm-hmm. getting it out there. So others can be inspired. So I'm going to just let you loose girl Go ahead <laughs> and flow. <laughs> oh. Let the Lord use you. Go ahead uh-huh. and share your story. Y'all cause I'm telling you, it's amazing. Oh,
1: thank you. Well, first I guess I, I don't even know where to begin with the story. I think that mm-hmm. one of the things that the Lord really showed me was, um, I'm a breast cancer survivor. I was diagnosed with stage two at at 26 years Mm. old. And, um, and I think from that, because I started a nonprofit, there's not a whole lot of money that goes into educating young women about breast cancer. I mean, there's not a lot of, I mean, like just for example, I had to advocate Mm -hmm. for myself because, you know, not being over 50, not being over 55, they're not even thinking that that's an option for you, you know? So I had to have, they would not give me a mammogram because I was so young. So I didn't get a mammogram until after my first surgery. And after they confirmed that it was in fact breast cancer and that it was in fact stage two. So, you know, that kind of pushed me into, into purpose. Like during my treatments and surgeries and everything like that, I started Mm -hmm. a nonprofit and, um, you know, raised money doing events, was given um, local people that, you know, kind of word of mouth, just kind of spread. And so yeah. when somebody would be newly diagnosed, I would go and I would meet them and, you know, give them a care package. I started teaching yeah. myself how to make wigs. One lady couldn't afford to get a wig. And so I'm like, I'm,
0: I'm wow. going to make her a wig. <laughs> wow. Um,
1: um, I did some patient advocacy and would go, you know, help. Be just be in the room with a a person newly diagnosed that just with a little bit of knowledge that I had gained from my experience, you know, kind of share Mm -hmm. and advocate. And um, I was hosting a support group and all of those things were great, but I think it was keeping me from acknowledging that I was going through it. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. so it was really not until years later that it kind of hit me just looking in the mirror like, oh man, I look like a patchwork quilt. I've been cut on, sliced, wow. you know, diced <laughs>
0: Yeah <laughs>
1: um you know, some real deep realities. Set in, I think, after the fact, and even though I, I was, I've been able to talk to tens of thousands of people, and I've hosted walks and events, and
0: yeah. you
1: know, been on different shows, and all kind. I mean, the Lord definitely used the journey. There, there was purpose mm-hmm. there.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But I think the biggest part of my healing, and this is actually, I guess, another leg to what I'm doing now, is I just finished a seven-day um, devotional series and nice. the first one is called from cured to healed because for me it was mm. two different processes you know it was like yes I was cured from this disease but I was not healed or restored emotionally physically financially you know wow. there were so many different components that yeah I, I no longer had some of the symptoms I was no longer you know classified as being actively having breast cancer but I was nowhere near healed so Mm. when I tell my testimony it is usually now that I say you know the Lord allowed a cancer in my body to kill the cancer in my mind because I was that became really the the testimony was yes he spared my life through cancer but he showed me what life should be through that journey Mm. and you know just relying on him not comparing myself to other women not being insecure about my body Yeah, you know not just so many different things that I felt like were um, you know negative thoughts and habits that I had so I feel like the journey of breast cancer while that was it's own journey I think the post traumatic (laughs) you know um, mm. The the aftermath is really what I think truly revealed um, my true testimony. Wow. Yeah, girl.
0: <laughs> now you know, like I, I we got to go a little deep. So yes, you you, you spoke of um, you said something so key. You said that the cancer, even though you were healed. Um, from cancer you also need to be healed mm-hmm. mentally and spiritually like how important was that walking into your purpose Ooh. how important because I think a lot of times yes. as women mm-hmm. we that mental and that mm-hmm. spiritual mm-hmm. we forget <laughs> how important that is right. when it comes to our purpose Right? like we think our purpose has to do with um. Okay, what am I good at? Or right. Um. Right. How can I help others? But sometimes we're not thinking about ourselves and how our purpose is actually um, a testament and how it can free us. Right. Ooh. You know. So, <laughs> how, girl. Yes. Holy dance. <laughs> don't let me <anyone> run around this <laughs> office, girl. <laughs> how important was that, Brene? How oh important man. Was that?
1: I and I think that it, it's crazy because I think that healing is evolutionary you know there mm. there's so many different stages to our healing and i think that a lot of time i i am a person that likes to get over you know mm. i don't i don't want to go through i just want to get over it and i feel like the breast cancer is, i mean you know still today is something that i'm dealing with so this isn't a a get over situation. Yeah. This was right. a, a situation where the Lord showed me that this is going to be an evolutionary process and until you acknowledge that that's mm. what this is, yeah. it's gonna that toxicity of just trying to be, I'm cured, put it behind me, it's yeah. like, that's like trying to put a Band-Aid over a bullet wound. You know, you yeah. it can just seep and cause all kinds of other problems and permeate to different relationships and so mm. I I think that is so it's so vitally important to yeah. to sit with your emotions. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. not try to just get over them really valid cuz I know I mean, and you're a mom, so it's like
0: yeah.
1: There are times when I when I was a uh my daughter was younger where I'm like, no, I don't want to let her see me cry. Let me go to the bathroom mm. or if I'm getting choked up. And I think that the, as women, we kind of carry that. OK, no, no, no. Three tears and that's it. Let's get back to mm. it. And it's mm-hmm. like, no, it, yeah, you know, sit with your feelings because you some of them. Yes, will change. But if you're if you didn't allow yourself that good. You know (laughs) that ugly cry. cry. Yeah. (laughs) And I just had a situation over the summer where I allowed myself, my daughter being home, which I've never done, where I allowed myself not to scream and cry, but I did not even muffle it. So she could Mm. see that this is not a sign of weakness. This is this is a position of power. Yes. I'm gonna allow myself to be sad in this moment because I know ultimately it's going to grow me for my future, and yes. and so I think that it, yeah, it, it's definitely important to purpose because you, if if you're not healed, you're stifling your purpose.
0: Mm-hmm. Absolutely, and then if you're not healed, how can you help someone else be healed? Ooh, you know. How, <laughs> and the thing that I, yes. <laughs> the thing about us as women is we can spot. Fake. We mm, can mercy. spot in <laughs> authentic. Like if you are not authentic, yes. we know. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Sis, yes. you you ain't together. Right. You get yourself together. So that is so vital and so important to our purpose. Because yeah. I, go ahead. Go I'm ahead, sorry. Ahead. I just wanted to say this no. one point because there
1: was a time mm-hmm. and my friends were like, "Hey, you're not on social media. You're not on social media," and mm-hmm. I and I just said, "You know what? I am in a toxic relationship, and if somebody mm-hmm. called me." to ask me the advice about this situation you know I just mm-hmm. felt like I I was in a situation that was not the advice that I would give someone so I had to remove myself a little bit because I felt like I yeah. wouldn't be an authentic you know it's like mm. I don't want to
0: <laughs> you yeah. know be out there yeah. and,
1: and not be my authentic self you know I believe the yeah. stuff that I say to women I believe the important yes. messages that I give and if I'm not walking in them then I don't really have a mm-hmm. whole lot of you know, fuel in my tank to be able to, <laughs> to yeah. get somebody else to where they need to go. So I, I definitely yeah. understand that I, I had to take a little break for a second myself and just kind of mm-hmm. read, redefine because you like you said, we do rep- recognize when someone is not yeah. being authentic.
0: Yeah. Now you also, you know, you shared with me some of your fears mm. um, when it came <laughs> to sharing I'm told you we gonna go deep. Yes, yes. I wanna <laughs> go deep. <laughs> Let's go. Um, you, you shared with me a few of your fears um, that you experienced with um, wanting to share your story or not wanting to share your story. Talk about those fears because I think that's a lot of um, you know what women are feeling maybe in this new decade. Right. The the inadequacy or right. right intimidation just all mm-hmm. types of feelings mm-hmm. that a lot of us are going through daily that are, that are holding us and withholding us from telling um our truth so what right. what are some of those fears share some of that with um us. so
1: you know i i'm a speaker for a living so i don't mind talking about it but i think what is has been kind of um the crux for me is just mm-hmm. you know you look at someone and then you We've probably all seen this. We judge them by their their chosen content that they're putting online, right? Uh-huh. And it just looks like, well, she has it all together. Her background is perfect, and she got the, I mean, her, her eyebrows are done to you mm. know, her outfit is. And it's like, here I am, you in know, my little humble beginnings. Even though I've been doing this for however many years, you know, I don't. I'm not going on world world tours right now, you
0: know. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, so yeah. I think,
1: yeah, I definitely. I'm not afraid to tell my story or share my story, and I do as much as I possibly can, but as far mm-hmm. as marketing myself or really promoting the mm-hmm. thing that I have done, that mm-hmm. intimidates me and yeah. um even yeah. after I published my book, my um, I went into a deep depression and I was really like, lord what what is going on because I just felt like you're not doing enough. you're not doing enough, you're not doing enough mm. and you know, and I really had to sit there and with well, two things that I did, I literally had to make a list of my accomplishments so I could see them yes. on paper. And yes. sometimes that accomplishment is I'm going to get up and I'm going to cook dinner for my child. You yeah. know, like sometimes okay. you got to break it down to the very bare, <laughs> you know what? Yes. <laughs> I have yes. a roof over my head. I'm still paying my rent. Right. I, you know. Um, yes. Yes. And sometimes you have to look in a, at a grand scale. And I'm like, you know what? I, I have spoken in front of thousands. Okay. I, yeah. I have gotten this award. I did get this thing from Congress. I did. You know, you start kind of going that you have to check your own resume sometimes so that you can hype yourself back up. Yeah. And then um, the other portion of that is I had to start. Checking my identity, not based on societal standards, but based on what Christ said, who He says I am, and who I am to Him. Oh, that's good. And that really gave me a different kind of perspective because, you know, again, as women, I feel like. A man could cheat mm. on you or he could tell you you don't look and it it just changes you now you're even more secure than insecure than you already were. You know, you're looking at this one, comparing and doing all that. Mm. And I just said, Okay, whoa
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> I mean, who does God say I am?
0: Listen, and if, and if I
1: was made in his image, then he is. So therefore Come I am. On. And then let me not be
0: intimidated. You know, girl, right? can we, can we just <laughs> hold, can we just stay there for a minute? Can yes. we just, yes. let's just, let's just rest in this identity in mm. Christ. Mm. Because mm. ladies, let me explain to you. That is the game changer. Change your that is the game changer. And we forget who we are in Christ. And social media has done a number on Ooh, us. Because, because it's about popularity versus Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. It's about popularity. It's not about making a difference. It's not about being who God has called us to be. And I like what you said that you had to step away from social media, yeah. you know, because then you were able to really look at yourself. You were able to look at your own accomplishments, what God has done for you. And that is important and and very, very crucial to your purpose, because when you have your identity in Christ, Mm. oh, my God. Who going to check me, boo? Who (laughs) (laughs) going to check me, boo? <laughs> and we will like the the identity in Christ. Oh my God. Like just being on this journey myself. Just yes. you know, just kind of I don't want to, you know, make this about me because this, this is about you. But oh, this I about can us, <laughs> right. Amen. <laughs> but we I can attest to that. I can yes. literally attest to that. And how that would that just change mm-hmm. my life, even in relationships. Yeah. Um, how we um, you know, even uh how we interact with women, with mm-hmm. other women. We think that you know, our identity and knowing who we are and knowing our worth. We think that just pertains to men. Mm. And no, no 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 no. That pertains no, no, to no, any- no. <laughs> <laughs> I love you. Um, that pertains to anybody you have a relationship yes. with. Yes. That's, That's friendships and things. Mm-hmm. And I know for me, mm-hmm. knowing my identity in Christ, that was one of the things I struggle with is because I didn't really know who I was mm. in Christ. Right. I allowed a lot of things. Yeah. And as far as friendships, as far as how I interacted with women, and right. how women treated me and things right. like that, and even in my purpose. You know, like, I allowed the enemy to tell me I wasn't good enough. Mm. I allowed the enemy Mm -hmm. to tell me, okay, you didn't graduate from college. You don't have a college degree Mm -hmm. like so-and-so. So so you can't stand in front of women Mm. and sell out an event. And that is so crucial. I'm so glad you brought that up. Like, identity in Christ.
1: Girl. Man, I mean, that.
0: (laughs) I mean, it is.
1: And it's... Mm. It's something that I feel like we have to continuously, you know, like... be on a daily because there's so many things that will knock you down and have you questioning yourself and then you know there was there was a few things that I saw last year on social media talking about you know if your business is not right do not start it if you have to accept payments through cash app don't even try and I'm Mm -hmm. like wow okay Mm -hmm. I get what people are saying about being professional but now Mm -hmm. you just stomped on if that person is really valuing your opinion
0: Mm.
1: you know now they're thinking well I can't start yet because I this or mm. I did, a, did a, and then that person did that that's true and it's yeah. like I, I think you know having that identity in Christ you mm-hmm. can discern for yourself where your starting point is what yes. that what that starting point looks like for you because you can you can have a bomb business and be using some of these different online free tools and things like that you know, Girl. know what and so <laughs> I mean Yeah, the identity thing is huge. Um, The last thing I will say that helps me with fears and depression and being intimidated and all those things was Mm -hmm. I was on the phone with my two best friends, and I hadn't really told anybody that I was depressed. But I moments where I just couldn't even get out of bed, like, Mm -hmm. and just feeling like even though I accomplished this great thing, why am I not? you know why why am I not (laughs) xyz you know whatever whatever the next thing is and um so one of my best friends Jessica said you know what what would you be saying if Sanaya my daughter were saying these things to you and I was like you know what? that's a great point Mm -hmm. I would be lifting her up encouraging her you know, I would be telling her all these different things. And I say, even the women that call me for prayer. And I said, you know what? Okay, let, let's just pray. And I literally prayed for myself mm-hmm. as if I, you know, in the third person, like dear mm-hmm. Lord, I just come to you on behalf of Brene and just started praying a, a covering prayer that I would have prayed for a best friend, wow. you know, because I, I realized in, in my journey, even my breast cancer journey, it mm. was never about me. It was about who can I reach? How can I reach them? What can I do? Yeah, Yeah. And not really sitting with my cup has to be full before I can pour out. And I was just feeling so depleted and, you know, so I think we have to give ourselves grace. Yes. Yes. You know, grace that we're, that we are perfectly imperfect yes. and, and that, you know, our purpose will reveal itself when we are solid enough and who we are and who yeah. we are in Christ, who Christ says we are and mm-hmm. just be kind to ourselves because yes. we are hard on ourselves. Like, yes. yes. I mean, and I, I'm all for, I mean, my word for this year is relentless. So I do plan on mm. being, you know, a very tenacious, but mm-hmm. I'm also gonna give myself grace to say, okay, you know what?
0: Yeah,
1: you don't maybe have to do a two a day. Yeah, <laughs> just, just you know, <laughs> keep, keep that extra three pounds a couple more days. <laughs> that extra seven, just you know, don't don't kill yourself now. Right. You can eat nuts and berries, but go ahead and have an In-N-Out <laughs> burger once in a while.
0: <laughs> that is so. That's so crucial, seriously, because. As women, we are, like you said, so hard on ourselves and especially as moms and business owners and um, just women in just everyday life, nine to fives, you know, college. Like we are so hard on ourselves, not to mention social media. Like if we don't see our lives looking like so-and-so, then we aren't, you know, like you said, how you would wake up and, and then feel like, well, I should be at X, Y, and Z because You know, I um, accomplished this and I accomplished that. But I know for me, um, one of the things that God revealed to me in this season was that, you know, a lot of times we are just so um, we forget to be purpose driven and Mm. we are so Mm. driven Mm -hmm. by society Mm -hmm. we're so driven by profit we're so driven by other things you're the bag that yeah (laughs) that we forget (laughs) the purpose of it all and and I believe that's your story of being a breast cancer survivor keeps you purpose driven you know it keeps you in the mindset of, look, I have to help another woman. I have to get the story out. I have to motivate somebody else to get through it. So I, I just love it. I absolutely love that, you know, you have come to this point of wanting to just be relentless and, and be purposeful in, even in, in, in something very traumatic, you know, as being a, a, a cancer survivor. So with that, what is your legacy? you know you've you've you've, mm. you've um survived one of the deadliest if not the deadliest you know disease I mean like it's it's like a common cold now you know right I know it's it's, it's every, yes it's everywhere like what is your legacy now that you have become a survivor and you want to share your story and be um in your purpose What sh- what is Brene's legacy
1: Hmm. I
0: think that
1: um you know breast cancer is definitely a chapter in the book but it's not the whole book
0: thank God. Yes, I mean, I like that.
1: I- I think that the the purpose now has shifted from surviving to thriving, you know? Mm. And, and I think I in, like in all areas, because, you know, as again, as women, as students, as college people and, um, you know, business owners and all, sometimes we're just to the point where it's like, okay, I, I just got to make it to the next day. Mm-hmm. Come on, though, I just got to make it to the yep. next station. Mm-hmm. I just got to make it to the gas station, you know? Yes. <laughs> you know, and it's like, <laughs> sometimes we are just at our very wits in, even if it's just with our wits, even if it's just mm-hmm. mentally and emotionally. And I think that um, this the first half of the year, uh, like I was sharing with you, I'm calling all the series that I do, The Legacy Effect, because mm-hmm. I do want to leave a legacy of not just surviving, but really thriving beyond traumatic experiences, yes. you know, again, breast cancer is just one one segment of my story. I mean, I was molested as a kid. I was married and divorced, Mm. you know, before 25. I have a child. Mm. I had, you know, there's so many different and everybody has their, their things, you know, their, their baggage and their history. And, um, you know, I don't mind sharing anything because I feel like, you know, the more you show somebody the darkness, the more they see the light because you've lived to be able to tell about it. Mm -hmm. And, and so I think, For me, my legacy is um, I I just want to be a part of training up a generation of people who move beyond the survival and and make it to thrive.
0: Wow. I love that. (laughs) Surviving to thriving. And there's so many women who are still just. At the surviving point. Yeah. Yeah. How do we? I mean, look, and I'm like, I'm I'm barely, I still got my,
1: my hand is still on the post of survival now. I'm real. <laughs> girl. <laughs> I'm walking into the thriving, but I haven't, I'm not swimming in it yet. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but that is so crucial to your legacy and wanting to bring that to other right. women. So how, how do we get from surviving to thriving? What would be. What would you tell a woman who is just at that point of look, I'm just making it day-to-day, you know, I've I've gone through this, I've gone through that. I want how does she get out of, okay, I've survived it? Right. But where do I go from there? You know? So,
1: I mean, my advice for a person who's like me, because one thing that I'm realizing. With my cluster of friends, is everybody is different. So there's no cookie cutter mm. way to tell. Yes, you know, for me, mm. um, my friends, that I'm I'm a sharer. So yes. I feel like I'm gonna just love on you and I'm gonna share my yes. story and I'm gonna just give you my heart. Yes, and some people are quiet. You know, mm. they're that mm. that suffer in silence that yeah. <laughs> find solace in, in, in that time just alone with the Lord. And I feel like. The first step would be to to find what that is for you. You know, where do you feel healing come from? If that is taking a walk, going to the beach, just listening to the waves. If it's writing poetry or journaling, because sometimes people don't want to always share with other people, but they might just need to get it out of them. And so I feel like the first step would be just defining what what's thriving looks like to you, Mm, you know, because I think very good we we get wrapped up in the idea that the thriving has some kind of price tag you know or or success has some kind of dollar amount that is just if I get here yeah and I will sidebar just to say this really quick thing because I think that's it's vital to what the Lord showed me just this summer Mm. um I was in a situation and I said, Lord, if you do this for me, mm-hmm. I know you've called me to ministry and I will go into ministry at least part time. If you do this, I'll do this. Mm. And the Lord's response was, haven't I done enough? And I, and I get Girl, chills Girl, we talking every to the time. same guy. <laughs> Girl, I get chills every time that I share that wow. because I just feel like if he never did another thing Dang, for you. Come him, on, Renee. You know, it's just, we're already thriving. It's the mindset mm, that stifles. The mindset,
0: Yeah. You know,
1: girl, I mean, Woo. I went from this job and this paycheck to this job and this paycheck, and then it still seems like it's not enough. Mm. I went from this, you know, okay, I paid off my truck. Okay, I got me a little Nissan Altima Coupe. She was cute. Whoop, whoop, whoop. You know, <laughs> I'm feeling cute. And then it still wasn't enough. Mm. Then I went and got me a Lexus, and it's still not enough. And it's like, girl. okay. So I think the other portion of that is celebrate the small victories. Yes. Yeah. You know, be be focused on the future but be present minded because yes. somebody didn't wake up today and we mm-hmm. really have that's thriving. Yes. You know, we Yeah. If we're here to go to that job that you might not Oh, girl, that's another thing. The <laughs> Lord shall be saved. <laughs> You know, a lot of times, Mm -hmm. again, when we're doing things, whether we think they're in our purpose or they're not, everything that we do is for His purpose. Yes. So it's not so much come, you know, I'm trying to be the next Kardashian. Mm. Let me try to do. It's how am I using what He's given me Mm. to make Him the celebrity in my life, girl? You know, and and just, Mm. honey, I mean, and these are things that I'm trying to put into practice for myself. Yes, is that. You know, again, it can't be about popularity. Yes. It has to be about whatever that job is, wherever you're. I mean, you can be yeah. a you know a janitor and mm. and be walking in purpose on that job. Come on, if if you're doing it as unto the Lord, yes. because that's. You know, we get into situations where we feel like just begrudgingly, Mm
0: -hmm. job
1: is paying all the bills. We, you know, we're not on the streets, but we still act got an attitude. Yes,
0: you know, Mm -hmm. girl. (laughs)
1: And it's like, okay, whoa, wait a minute. Mm -hmm. Remember when you prayed for this job that you now so angry about having to come to? (laughs)
0: Listen.
1: (laughs) Remember when you was fasting and supplicating and (laughs) (laughs) supplicating? Come on, girl. You know, yes. so I think that it's just taking account every day of the mm. fact that get get yourself out of the survival mindset and just be mm. walking in the fact that you woke up so that you're already eons above, Ooh. you know, somebody else. And it could always be worse. So, yes, I love
0: I was- it. Yes. And, and I love that you said the thriving is your mindset. Because we think that driving, like you said, has a price tag. It has Mm -hmm, some sort mm of, you know, publicity and Mm -hmm. I'm a celebrity and I'm seen and I'm this. And it has to do with our mindsets going from, okay, I'm out of it to Mm -hmm. I can, I can go through anything now. You know, come on, come on, enemy. Right. Come on. Right. Come on. Right. (laughs) Whatever. I got this yeah I can and it. Mm-hmm. go ahead it just
1: I was just gonna say yeah mm-hmm. that was uh, when the the news came you know when they tell you you know you're you're sick sick they mm. tell you to come in and so I went in and I took my mom my two best friends came with me and um I just had a I n- I never was afraid in in that season that the cancer was going to take my life I never mm. thought that. Mm-hmm. so when the doctor came in I said okay give it to me straight doc because I always banter and joke with him and he's like no Brene this, this is serious and I'm like no this is a small thing compared to God mm. <laughs> you know it, it doesn't matter what it doesn't matter what the diagnosis says on paper this is Woo. this. he's not intimidated by this you know God wow. isn't upstairs scratching his head like ooh okay wait now how we gonna he's already right. this thing, figured out and, oh. and one thing that I think that really um, resonated with me when uh, my grandfather passed away a few years ago. And so I was kind of in charge of my, my cousins and putting together our portion of the service and the Lord began to reveal to me that there is victory and death when you live for Christ.
0: Yes. Mm-hmm. And so,
1: so that's legacy. You know, there's Woo! so many mm. to, to live a life. That uh, you know where you're ending eternity Mm. even when the enemy tries to take you whether that's early or late in your life or whenever that is there's victory in that thing because you already he already did it he already did it and so I think you know just getting to know and being honest with who you are in that season because I've been struggling with I just got to get back to the old me. If I could just have the tenacity that I had when,
0: mm. in such a such,
1: you know, in 2008, if I could just get back yeah. to the Brene that I want. And the Lord said, but but, why? Mm. Be the old Brene? Why not be a new Brene? Yes. <laughs> I'm about to do a no new thing. thing. Come, on. Come on. I mean, you can be in the wilderness if you want to, but I can also make a road here. Girl, you're about to
0: make me. <laughs> I'm about to get off this <laughs> podcast with you right now. <laughs> I'm not about to play <laughs> oh but my you goodness.
1: know and it, I mean I really struggled with that and I said Lord I, I just get me back give me back to the, this give me back I just gotta said, that old thing I mean you want to be in the desert but I could I could create you know
0: Girl. a little river right here if you Come want on. it if you want it <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, oh my girl. god. This has been amazing, Brené. Oh, oh my so god.
1: Thank is... you for having me. Absolutely. I think I'm thankful that I was
0: obedient. Girl. To... <laughs> So you're gonna be back. I'm gonna have you at events, okay? So do you, okay, you know, okay. Okay. Keep it, I love it. I love it. I'm, keep I'm your line open. But what I would like keep me on, on, on the, the main line. <laughs> um, but what <laughs> I would like for you to do is to give us some information regarding um, what are some steps that we can take as young women when it comes to um, breast cancer. Because you spoke of um, how there wasn't much research or much resources. For Resource. younger women who um, right. were died or who were diagnosed with breast cancer, what are some steps we can take mm-hmm. even now, before, you know, God forbid, you know, we're right. told about this sickness? What do we need to do to, um, I wouldn't say prevent it, but to be aware, to know, right? You know, right. you know, be educated, you know, right. about breast cancer. And I will say too, um, that's a really good point that
1: you brought that up mm-hmm. because. Um, women of color perish more than any other race mm-hmm. and i f- from breast cancer and, and a lot of different cancers and illnesses and i think that that really comes down to one we are not as as a whole as in large i will say yeah. um educated right. in some areas right. and then we're not taken seriously mm. when we go to the doctor mm-hmm. and so having knowledge of what you should be looking for and then you know not being afraid to speak up okay. and really just praying for discernment that's what helped me mm-hmm. but I will also give you the other steps so the first step mm-hmm. is
0: mm-hmm.
1: know your body know what it looks like and know what it feels Absolutely. like um, and if you're doing a self breast exam, mm-hmm. and you should be doing them regularly, okay. if if it's not uncomfortable, you're not doing it right. <laughs> Unfortunately, okay, okay, you need to apply a lot of pressure. And so I know I know y'all can't see me, but I'm still doing the look. <laughs> look I'm trying to do it. <laughs> okay. So I like I like to say do piano keys, which means like ding 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 ding. You know, like if you're tapping each finger from left to right mm-hmm. across the top of your breast, okay. and And you're going to do that from the top to the bottom of your breast and then from the left to the right and, but fairly hard so that you're pushing down into, um, you know, the, the, the deeper tissue of Um, your breast. Okay. Okay. Um, and just to see now as women, we also naturally have fatty tissue in our breasts, but the, the reason that you want to know what it looks like and feels like is if something stays the same or if something changes, Mm -hmm. you can mark those things.
0: Right. right. U-
1: okay. Usually around our menstrual cycle, our breasts will, you know, they can get tingly, they can get sore because there's a lot of hormones that are being released during right. that time. Okay. So, mm-hmm. um, that would be, and then you know, if you have a spouse, mm-hmm. go ahead and let him get in there. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure that he doesn't notice anything, you okay. know, different because they're gonna be looking for stuff too. Okay. Um, okay. Um, also, you want to take. That kind of those piano notes all the way up into the, the base of your underarm,
0: okay, uh,
1: right where your lymph nodes and things are because mm-hmm. things can be all right up under there as well. So, wow. um, know what it looks like, know what it feels like if you're in the shower and you put soap on there, it's a little bit easier to kind of rub and, you know, mm-hmm. have a little, um, buffer, you know, Okay. Um, that will make it slide a little bit easier. Mm-hmm. But just that would be the first thing. I would say the second thing would be do not sweat the small stuff. Okay. We are so okay. stressed out in, in life. Mm-hmm. And I know when I was diagnosed I was just coming off a divorce um, mm. I had just come off a divorce uh, two years prior mm. I was in and out of a toxic relationship and I was stressed out and literally had just found out that he had been cheating on me and all kinds of stuff oh, child was going
0: on girl. And, and,
1: um, you know it was just emotionally I was not in a good space and I really do feel like that played a part mm. in, okay. in that okay. um, know your family history because there okay. are tests that you can do um, preemptively, you know, you can be proactive and take the test to see if you are, um, test positive for those gene abnormalities. Okay. Okay. Because they won't be able to test and say, oh yes, you're going to get it, but they can test and say, well, there's a such a such percent chance that you might get it because oh. of these hormones and things that okay. kind of run your family.
0: Wow. Okay. Um, um
1: you know, keep an active, lifestyle. Okay. And that doesn't just mean walking to him from the car to get to the mall, mm-hmm. you know, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Do, do actually be active. And I think that that, that yeah. helps us be present as well because we spend so much time with technology now you know i keep a football in my trunk because i just like to go and throw the ball around okay um and i'm not the most active person let me just be one (laughs) honey okay (laughs) but i'm trying to be lord bless you with some i've been oh and i will have to say Mm -hmm. that since there are a couple things that i prayed for this year Mm -hmm. that i haven't necessarily prayed because you some areas of your life you kind of feel like I don't need God for that. Let me just get up and do this. Mm. But it's really every <laughs> yes. area. You know, I'm like, I literally was like, Jesus, help me on this Daniel fast. Yes. <laughs> you know? I mean,
0: and yes. I, I, I just right. changed
1: my, I changed my eating before the year ended. So I'm trying to not just, you know, jan- January 1st, start something new. Yeah. But I really had to pray, you know, Lord, give me the, the diligence and the determination to go do this cardio, mm, you know, like literally girl. bringing him on. All- Onto. So, if you're not a person who's naturally active, because my friends will tell you, I do not like the gym. I don't really like hikes. Mm-hmm. I
0: don't,
1: you know, I'm not super well, I'm more Hollywood wilderness. Come on
0: now. You know, <laughs> Speaking
1: so. <my> own <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I really had to change my mindset to say, you know what, this isn't something that I'm behaviorally doing. This is not a normal behavior for me. So, Lord, I really need you to come alongside alongside with me on this so that I can make sure that I'm making those healthy choices. So that instead of going and getting, you know, my animal fries, I'ma go have my little corn Ooh. and my
0: <laughs> my Girl. hummus is out
1: here. I'ma go ahead and get me some carrot sticks. Yeah. And which is, <laughs> wow. you know, really I think being being conscious. I also started yeah. keeping a food journal yeah. because um it, it's very easy for us to just say you know what I don't have time I'm tired I can't go I'm not can't cook tonight let me go get mm. Chipotle which is everybody's like healthy go to right. right like <laughs> well, I'm going to be healthy tonight let me go get some Chipotle right. <laughs> <laughs> um, which isn't always a bad thing but I recognize for myself I was just I was not intentional about A lot of areas of my life and I think Mm. if we're intentional about our health because that is a huge part of our legacy when you think of do you want to be you know 65 and already haven't had you know go stay with your child because you can't function on your own Mm. you know do you want to have to you know your kids stressing out about how they're going to pay for the home for you because you can't you know I feel like that our health is one of our biggest legacies that we leave behind. And we're also teaching our children those habits. Mm. And, you know, I'm not a huge water drinker, so I've changed that. I'm like, let me go ahead and infuse this and <laughs> give me some <laughs> some <laughs> cucumber right. lemon water real quick. Put a little mint in here. <laughs> <laughs> right. But I think just being, honestly, just being intentional about yeah. being healthy, eating healthy, being active. Yeah. Those are two things that have said to to kind of reduce there's no um they don't know what causes breast cancer Mm. um so there's you know no cut and dry way to say do this or don't do this but it definitely comes down to just kind of a holistic approach which means your your whole body
0: Mm. mind body
1: and spirit needs to be on one accord yes so
0: yeah. Yes.
1: And don't be afraid to go to the doctor, you know. Mm. Um, we yes. didn't get too deep into my story, but I will say when I what how I found my breast cancer was that um I took my bra off one day and I noticed something in my bra and it was like a little like brown spot and I'm like, mm. Mm, okay. I'm like that's weird, you know, and it kept happening and so finally I didn't have health insurance, so I went mm. to a clinic okay. and um, I said this is what's going on you know it's a clinic and they're just kind of like okay whatever here the lady did a pap smear and I was like I don't know why you down there but <laughs> okay you know like, okay and she was like you know it just it's probably just your birth control pills you're fine or something and I'm like mm. how does one have to do with the other yeah but it didn't sit well with me and that's why I say half that's kind of you know be in the words so you can strengthen that spirit of discernment because mm. it took me a second and then a third um office visit finally to get somebody that actually started to run tests mm. and that's when they said oh you know what this is this is breast cancer you're that's actually dried blood there's blood coming out of your nipple oh, and and so, um, yeah, that's kind of how I, how I found it. But, mm. you know, and I, and I, and I actually wrote a letter to like everybody in the Ontario department of health <laughs> because <laughs> I said, you know, yeah, yeah. I, thank, thank God I had the discernment, but if this lady just would have left it at that, mm. you know, you're fine. Just whatever. Yeah. And no, you know, by the time I went, it was already stage two. So who knows? Wow. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, <laughs> What it would have been had I just never, you know, never wow. looked into it again, never gone beyond that. Wow. And and do you know that I literally wrote, I don't know how many letters, everybody that was on the website got a letter and nobody <laughs> ever responded. So I didn't know if anybody got my letters and it wasn't a mean letter, just said, you know, hey, you have to err on the side of caution because yeah. you don't know how many people you're just turning away, treating them like a number yeah. and not really treating them like somebody that's coming to you for actual medical insight. Yeah. And so nobody ever responded, but I went back maybe two years later cause I just needed a pap smear. Mm-hmm. And um, the lady who was doing my uh, paperwork was like, oh, you're Brene Hendricks? and I'm like, yeah, yeah, you know that they called me in here, they told me to come in. <laughs> She's like, no, you're, you're Brene Hendrix. We changed everything because of your letters, and I'm like,
0: wow,
1: what? Well, did nobody tell me? I didn't know y'all even got my <laughs> come on, <perfect>. <laughs> but <laughs> come on, legacy. <laughs> and that's what I mean like if you're doing it for the popularity you might not know who you just talked off the ledge Mm. you might not know you might not ever see that this person didn't abort their child because you shared with that story you might not ever get to see that that person stopped cutting themselves because they saw you over here doing this thing and heard you say that and so it's just it can't be about the popularity it has to be about just the transparency, sharing your story, being authentically yourself, yeah. not being afraid to, you know, walk in your truth, and then share th- who you are through Christ. Yes.
0: Ooh, so. girl, <laughs> I'm over here like Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> this and was, it's a work in progress. So. <laughs> yes. Yes, I'm. I can only imagine because there's so much. And, and you carry it so well, Brene. I'm just listening to you and I'm so inspired by your story and just how there's so much joy in in your in your voice and how you share your story. You are thriving, you know? It, you have gone from, you know, survivor moment. Like you said, you're still holding on, you know? Right. But to <laughs> others, how, the way that, you know, the Holy Spirit is showing me, you are thriving. And it's because you are Walking in your purpose is because you have taken the steps to, you know, be mentally and spiritually well first and right. then physically well. Um, right. so I'm I'm just honored that you came on and shared your story. And I just love you, girl. I'm I rooting I for you. you <laughs> I, I'm, I'm rooting for you and I know that I'm, I'm just gonna see you all over social media I'm gonna see you <laughs> you know I'm waiting for that second book <laughs> right but and it's um, right here look it's right here looking at me Come too, on, on my <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> so with that go ahead and share like your um social media contact how can people get in contact with you your book how yeah. can people purchase your book all of that
1: Okay. So the book is called couture Um, mm. and <laughs> I like <laughs> it. It is, um, basically just customizing your style through the journey of your life oh. is kind of the premise of, of how I used all of my passions, empowering mm. women, being a public speaker, love and fashion. Um, wow. the kind of God has turned that into really a ministry to tell people, you know, um, Using all the different fabrics of this tapestry of your journey, you can really wow. be a, a spiritually, emotionally, physically stylish yeah. person. And wow, um,
0: I love that.
1: So, um, so Couture is available on Amazon.com. Okay, okay. And, um, you can also get it directly through me if you want. But um, okay. you can find me at With Love Brene, which is with. L U V B R E N E E. Perfect. Uh, yeah. And then my style platform is at Maison d'Antoinette, which means. Ooh. Uh, house of Antoinette and there's a quick story behind that mm-hmm. like for my whole childhood mm-hmm. I don't know why I did not like the name Antoinette that's my middle name and <laughs> uh-huh. I would always tell people my middle name was Anne or Anne Marie like I would just name it like <laughs> I never and so oh. in this whole journey like literally I would say maybe two years ago three years ago mm-hmm. the Lord was like you need to love every aspect yeah. of you because there's only one of you and so yeah. um that the whole premise behind my style brand is just being at at home in your own skin and so Mm. that's how Maison D'Antoinette was born so I love uh, it
0: yeah oh my god you are just so creative so So, just such a creative (laughs) you know just uh, just amazing just beautiful stylish and that's one that actually has been one of my prayers you know is to get around women who you know aren't just you know lovers of god but just like to keep they self up it's like the look right, cute right you know what i'm saying right 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 you know, right don't... whole package come yeah, on like,
1: <laughs> <laughs> like you can't you can have it you can have it all you don't have yeah. to be one without the other you you're not
0: doing anything you by wearing a little mom. jewelry and makeup yeah, <laughs> you, can, you can you can absolutely be a stylish mom and i think right, sometimes right. as women i don't know if this goes in with what we're talking about but hey you know, just sometimes uh, as women, it's all, it's all right. You know, just as women, we become moms, we become wives, and we just let ourselves go. And right. that's one of right. the things that I really want women to understand, um, especially right. with this new business venture I'm putting out, is that we can be beautiful, we can right. be stylish. Like who told us? that we right. have to look, you know, just brand down. Probably. Come on. <laughs> we yeah. can absolutely be mm-hmm. you that's who if we are the image of God, if we were created mm, in his image, Howard, yes. what does that say about him when I look at you?
1: Right. Ooh, come on. And so that doesn't fuzzy. mean you don't
0: have to <laughs> be dripping in, you know, right, 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 and proud right. like that's just. But you put some time yes. into, yes. yeah, some time and some care. I'm, yeah. just, ador- I'm just, I'm just, I just want to make mm. take care of my temple, Lord. I just want to show yeah. you how appreciative I am of the beautiful mm. eyes you gave me, Ooh, the beautiful, yes. you know, the beautiful uh, hair or mm. the beautiful lips or whatever. Like, 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 girl, put some lip gloss right. on. Put some eyeshadow right. on. Stop playing with
1: me Put on a few outfits (laughs) Because you're right I think we hide behind the identity Of the title Of whatever it
0: is in that season Oh that's good Girl okay I gotta have you on for part two we gotta do a part yes, two about this fashion. Yes, year, yes. yes. I, I'm so serious. I'm about to text you after this. We're gonna talk about okay, it. Okay, perfect. Like, perfect. You know, I am this. available. Yes. We gotta get on this style and how important this it. is as women of God. Because we yes. think being a girl, I can go on all day about that, but just okay. we think <laughs> being a woman of God means we gotta be all in. You know, sackcloth and ashes. Sackcloth and ashes. No, girl. no makeup, and just walking around looking a hot mess. No, girl, let me get off of here. But <laughs> that's part yes. two. That's part two. Part two. Part, two, but part two. This was so amazing, ladies. I'm, this was such a oh, blessing. This was yes. amazing, and I'm just so so honored that you shared your story with us, Brene. And ladies, look, this is purpose. This is your legacy. From surviving to thriving, and that's thriving physically, mentally, and spiritually. So get in purpose, find your legacy, find what it is that you are to be thriving in, and let's go. All right. Thank you guys so much for joining. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode of the Queen Talk Podcast. If you liked it, please, please leave a review for us, a five-star review at that, <laughs> and then share it <laughs> on your social media. And um, I would love to hear from you guys. The would love to hear from you guys. Please follow and support her as well. So I will see you guys on the next episode. Thank you so much for joining, guys. Bye-bye.